Hello, I am Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry. Thanks to God, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it is always an honor and a privilege to hold kingdom teachings and to touch and agree in prayer with you. You know how we do it every week. This is the day that the Lord has made, saints of God, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you. Pray. I pray that you've had a wonderful weekend and that you're about to start your day off with joy. You're rejoicing knowing that this was a day that was not promised to us, but by the grace of God, you're here to lift him up, to give him glory. Listen, it is hot outside here in Texas, but I am so excited about it. And I pray that you are as well, that you're able to go out, if nothing else, out on your balcony, on your back porch, front porch, Just raise your hands up and say, Lord, I give you glory. I give you honor. Listen to the birds, you know, sing. They're giving glory and honor to the Lord. Smell some beautiful flowers as they're blooming. Come on. I need our minds to shift and that we go into a mode of praising God, blessing God, giving God the glory and the honor for everything and all things that we do, even the bad, the the ugly, the indifferent things. We're going to bless him. We're not just going to bless God when things are going well, but we're going to bless him just because we are here to experience every season in our life, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Amen. God, you're worthy. You're Oh, holy, you're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be lifted up. And I just want to bless your name this morning. I want to give you glory because there's no one else like you, Lord God, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Your name is greatly to be praised. I will bless your name in all times and praise will continually to flow from my mouth because you're good. I'm going to brag and boast in the name of Jesus because the name of the Lord is a strong tower where the righteous can run in and be safe. Have your way today, King Jesus. Oh, I bless your name today, God. Oh, I lift you up today, God. Oh, I exalt you above all else in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy. You are the ancient of days. You are bright morning star. You are lily in the valley. You are rose of Sharon. You are the great king of all kings. You are the lion from the tribe of Judah. You are our portion and our lot and our inheritance. You are God, and besides you, there is no other God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If that doesn't ignite you, saints of God, you're not going to get ignited. Praise God. I feel a bubbling down deep inside in my spirit. 
I am excited about what the Lord is doing, and I pray that you are as well. Listen, saints of God, I, we've been talking and holding conversations about the Holy Spirit. I want to, I want to uh, go ahead and continue those conversations. There is so much in terms of the Holy Spirit that we, you know, there's no way possible unless somebody give me a four-hour block, <laughs> go over everything, and even after the four hours, there is so much, and there is so in uh, so much. Uh, of uh, content in terms of the Holy Spirit that this can be a session that can very well go on for weeks. I'm talking about even in my teaching sessions each and every week that I hold in services, this can very well go over for weeks. But I want to give you some nuggets, some tidbits, some things that I know that can still help you in your walk. You know, one of the things um, that I always encourage people uh, is that know the God that you serve. Don't just serve God because mom and them told you this is the way, even though they were evangelizing on their level, but no, serve him because you know who he is. Build a relationship with God because God wants a relationship with all his people. He is a very, very, very relational God. He loves relationships. He wants us to become his people and he wants to be our God, but he wants to have a relationship with us. One of the reasons why when the fall entered and the things that Adam concocted through leaves and trying to cover up his nakedness didn't work. And the second Adam, Jesus Christ, had to come on the scene is to reestablish the relationship that was breached and that was torn and severed through sin. So we, God is a God of relationship. He has always been a God of relationship and he will always be a God of relationship. The Holy Spirit is the third person. See, God is so relational that even though he's God, he's the creator of all things. He's Elohim. He don't do anything by himself. Not that he can't, but because God values relationships and he values teamwork. He values unity. He values oneness, walking in oneness. He said, even over in the book of Amos, how can two walk together unless they agree? Or let me put it in another verbiage that's very understandable. How can two be on the same page? How can two come together on a matter of an issue and be on oneness until they be on the same path together? If I'm on path one and you on path two, then we can't come together. But it's us coming together and being synergized and on that same path of oneness that makes us powerful. That's where the oil can flow. That's where God can speak in one form, in one unity, one voice. And we catch it in the spirit and then we move forth and mobilize out as an army of people walking in victory. Unity. This also brings in Psalms 133 when the Bible tells us that it's a blessing for brethren to join together in unity. That unison, that oneness. He, the oil flows. Remember I just said that it goes down even Aaron's down his beard and Aaron's skirt. In other words, there is not a portion of you in the spirit or in the natural that is not touched by the oil as we come in unity with one another. See, this is why it's so important, saints of God, that we cannot continue to walk around having arguments, having disputes, debates with our brothers and sisters because that's a spirit of division that's in the spirit 
in the household of faith within the body of Christ that is should not be there because the enemy knows if he can cause us to be divided, that he can come in and conquer. There's no oil flowing. You know, you can say that you're full of oil. You can say that you're anointed, but if you don't know how to get along with your brothers and sisters, if you don't know how to hold relationships, if you don't know how to get in those yada moments with the Lord and be a relational person, there's no oil, beloved. I'm sorry to tell you, somebody should have told you 10 years ago, there's no oil flowing. It may seem like oil because the enemy has his, his, his replication of everything that is in the kingdom. Hallelujah. One of my sisters in Christ said, that's not the anointed oil. That's Crisco oil. That's so many of us saints of God is rocking around here with Crisco oil on us in the spirit and we're thinking it's the oil of the holy spirit <laughs> it's not i'm sorry to tell you we got to get back down to that altar in the name of jesus and get be reconciled one more time glory to god so the holy spirit i talked to you on the last few weeks is the third person of the triune god the father god the son and god the holy spirit oh i love you so much holy spirit you are so beautiful you are so holy you are so wise he is so wise who would not want to follow the Holy Spirit? Listen, he is not our genie or he is not our puppet and we're his puppeteer dictating to him as to what we want him to do. Listen, you better repent of your wicked ways and your wayward ways and get into a place of humility, a place of submission. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit is God. Now, if you're not going to approach God any old way, you don't approach the Holy Spirit any old way because he is the person. He's the third person of the Trinity, the Godhead, God, the Holy Spirit. Let me get that in your spirit. Let me pop it in your ear. God, the Holy Spirit. Now, let me talk to us about uh, some of the things that we discredit the Holy Spirit for is when we're in services or when we hold in conversations or even in prayer, whatever we're doing, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is always done and followed by peace. He has several ministries. He has a big ministry because in the, in the, in the word ministry means to serve my God, I'm finna rip somebody's flips. Oh, right now. If God, the Holy spirit has a ministry and the word ministry means to serve. Why is it every time the gifts that God has given us through the Holy spirit, we want to market them and sell them. My God, you know, I'm not saying that you can't take honorariums and God give, I mean, people who touch, you know, the Holy Spirit would touch people's heart to sow into you. That's a total seed. A seed is something that is sowed that is going to bring back fruit. It's going to bring a return. We are requiring before we use our gifts that they are God's gifts. First of all, that we are saying that we're willing vessel to be used by God with these gifts. We're marketing them and we're selling them and we're prostituting them for for gain, selfish gain. We're not storing that money up into a storehouse for other ministry assignments. We're storing that stuff up for us to go on vacations and for us to buy us a house and a car, buying us a new purse and shoes. 
How much of that foolishness do we need? Say to God, when are we? but then when it comes to the kingdom and the things of God, we always at a deficit or a short change. We don't have money to sow into the kingdom. We don't have money to give to those that are homeless. We don't have money to give for outreaching for those who are traveling on mission trips and, and things like that because we're greedy and we don't understand the ministry. That God has given us through the Holy Ghost. One of the ministries of the Holy Spirit is to serve. He's there to serve us, but let's, let's not get it twisted. He serves us as we yield to him. That does not mean I tell the Holy Spirit what to do. That means that I yield to the Holy Spirit as he tells me what to do. Listen to this over in the book of Acts chapter 10 verses 19 and 20. It says like this. Now, while Peter thought about the vision, the spirit said to him, it was talking about the Holy Spirit and said, behold, three men are seeking you or looking for you. Now get up therefore and go down with them, doubting nothing for I have sent you. The Holy Spirit gives us assignments and the Holy Spirit gives appoints us. We should not be going out doing things in our flesh or trying to tell God or the Holy Spirit what to do, but we should, should yield to the Holy Spirit. And then he will give us assignments according to our ability to hold them and according to our, our ability to obey and, and, and our ability to be pure and, and to be holy. When he, he knows when we're mature, he knows when we, what we can handle. He knows what we can take. He knows what we can sustain. This is why it's so important, saints of God, for us to yield to the Holy Spirit. So today I wanted to talk to the, one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit is that he is a minister. He ministers to us according to our ability to surrender and submit to him. He's not our puppet. We're not his puppeteer. He's our God and he, we are his people. Amen. So I want to stop right there. Come back on next week. We're going to talk even more about the grace, the ability, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for this day. Continue to show us your glory. Teach us how to reverence you, the Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Ghost. Teach us how to humble ourselves. Teach us how to submit to the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God, until next week. Wage this good war because you are a winner. Shalom.